I'm vengeance. Welcome back, everybody. This is Mark 97, the Super Civil Servants Podcast. My name is Greg, the Bad Daddy 52. With me tonight, I have Sarah, my lady kitten. How are you? <laughs> oh, it's, it's been a crazy week. It's been like it's been a week of Mondays, but it's cool. It's Friday. Everything's good. I told everybody I worked with, I said, don't expect me to do too much today because that's not about happening. <laughs> yeah, it's been an insane week because um, I, I normally carry mail, but I supervise on the weekends. Uh-huh. Ten beats, so that way the supervisor can have weekends. You know, they alternate weekends off, so they can have some time off. Uh, and one of them is on vacation this week, so I've been supervising all week. So oh it really changes up my schedule, my sleep schedule, my work schedule, everything. <laughs> it's been a crazy week. So I'm glad yes. it's almost over. I got tomorrow, and then I'm done. Oh well, yes, for a day. bless your heart. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and it's always like that, and that's why it's fun to do this on Friday nights. Kind of unwind. It's, yes, you know, exactly. Relax. Just kind of. Just hang out with friends and just kind of just talk whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Well, we got a few things to talk about tonight. Let's get some shows out of the way and then we'll talk a little news. How's that sound? Start with some shows this evening. Um, yeah, let's do this. Let's do Bad Batch before Loki because we always do Bad Batch first. Let's okay. keep that tradition going. What do you mm-hmm. think this week? Bad Batch. Well, it's kind of interesting because um, I had a little um, text back and forth with Katie. <laughs> and I think the only thing I told her, I was like, when did Bad Batch get so touchy feely? <laughs> like, yeah, it was, it was. Well, I mean, I've I've had the feeling of the entire series of it's almost like kind of Hunter and Omega. Hunter's kind of like the dad. You got then you have Omega, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, and then you have Wrecker, which is like the crazy uncle, and then you have the other guys. You know, the they're like the crazy, you know, the other uncles. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know Wrecker's kind of like a brother more so than Wrecker has a weird relationship <laughs> with her. It's very, very strange. It's like I think I think they're like it's like brother sister. I think more like friends. Yeah. Than, so than, I mean, you know, any kind yeah. of authority figure. But it's just the way that, like, <laughs> I mean, the way Hunter, especially the way you know he wanted to go back after Omega and all this kind of stuff. But it was really yeah. now. I did like Cad Bane. I, mm-hmm. I did like seeing him again. Um, I think he got kind of beat down. <laughs> I think he held his own. I, I, I think in the end he ended up holding his own. I mean, he did. He, he had a pretty good fight on his hands. Uh, yeah, exactly. Which was awesome, by the way. But I thought it was um, great how Omega she um, conned her way out of that cell. I thought that was pretty. Um, yeah, this poor you, you little thought coming. <laughs> there were there were this, this episode for me. It was okay. I enjoyed it. There were a few really cool things about this episode, a few things that um, I'm interested to see where they go forward with it, and a few things that I'm kind of wondering about what the hell just happened type deal. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's talk about real quick, Omega, you kind of figure out her purpose Mm -hmm. in this. Well, you kind of figure something out in the end of last last episode. So you figure, okay, you you know there's something special about her. Right. So they alluded to... Or at least I thought they alluded to what that purpose was at the end of um, last episode. And it wasn't until this one that they just basically blurted it out. Yeah. Well, we've all, we've always um, like 
predicted she has force sensitive. She has some kind of precognitive powers. Like there's some kind of power she has, but it's really not that at all. Right. It's Mm -hmm. just her bloodline, which is understandable. um, DNA. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's basically, but don't you think it kind of retcons something a little bit though? Because wasn't Django supposedly the only one that was, you know, had the genetic code for the clones or that's, well, they explained it in this one. They said that there's there's Django, and then there was Boba. This, there was Boba, her. which was was Alpha, I guess, and they, they called mm-hmm. it at first, and they changed it to sort of calling it Boba, and then her. Right. So I guess maybe they passed it on through those two, through Boba and her. I'm not sure. See, this is why we need we need uh, Nathan okay. or Katie on here. Yeah, no, right. Katie, <laughs> Katie she was she was not happy about this episode. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. I mean, I didn't I, mind I it. That, I think that was the issue about the fact of having Omega and, you know, having the, um, like the genetic, like the pure genetic code because she mm-hmm. was unaltered. Mm-hmm. So it was, so apparently it makes it sound like Boba might've been somewhat altered, you know, not fully, but it made it sound like, you know, she was the one that was completely unaltered. I don't know. Um, I only saw it one time. So <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe, maybe Jingo has just has a badass DNA. You know, and he's just a badass. You know, I'm I'm not sure. But what was funny was whenever at the end, we're kind of jump around here at the Mm -hmm. end, whenever she does get back with a bad batch and there's like, you've got to tell her. And we know at this point what they're looking for, like who's looking for her and why now, or have an idea at least. But we don't know if the bad batch does. And, and what they explain to her is you're very important and bad people want you. And that's it. Like that's you all know, they say to her. That's how adults <laughs> so, really communicate with kids. I but mean, don't you know that? Like, like, come on, we, we've known that, right? She has to have known that for some reason. Somebody's after me. So through logic, I'm very important, and bad people are after me. So I saw it, and I was like, they, they didn't tell her anything, like, anything at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just kind of like, okay, this is what it is, but. Yeah. I, and I don't know, it's like, I kind of had the same reaction to, um, I can't remember the Camino's name, but the one that was protective of yeah. um, Omega. And when the prime minister or minister or whatnot said, you know, we're going to get her, extract what we needed and then terminate her. And she was like, oh, I had the same reaction. I was just like, oh my, no. So that was why it was kind of interesting towards the end too, when, um, when she talked to Shannon, you know, she said, um, you know, I don't care what you do. She's like, I'll pay you. But as long as Omega is not in the hands of the prime minister, mm-hmm. I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. Cause we discovered in this episode that both those bounty hunters were hired by two different people mm-hmm. for, in the same, you know, the, uh, two different. Well, honestly, on, honestly, the way that Fennec Shan was kind of acting, I didn't really think that she was hired by the a bad entity. You know what I mean? It's like not somebody that really wanted her for dubious means. Yeah, kind of, but I mean, that's what they want to let you make you think, right? I know, but I, I don't know. Palpatine pulled a- everybody for years. <laughs> like, yeah, <exactly. laughs> so who knows? I don't, you know? I don't know, but that was just like kind of a feeling because I was like, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I felt like a a Kaminoan. Kaminoan, yeah, like a Kaminoan had hired her. But it wasn't until I think when I saw the reaction of the one, you know, she was like, oh, I said, she hired her. She hired her. 
so she could stay away from the prime minister or the prime minister because mm-hmm. you know you started figuring out by the end of last episode. Mm-hmm. But I thought yeah. it was interesting. Yeah. But I was just I was just waiting for Hunter to give like just give me a hug. And I was just like, what is going on here? Yeah, it, it is getting a little touchy feely. I get that. Uh, I mean, I guess it's the first time they've actually been separated, so I guess the stakes are more real now. Maybe it makes it feel more. I don't know, but. I did. I did notice that whenever uh, she was captured by Cad Bane, she was in the cell, and they'd taken everything from her. They'd taken her, her communicator and her weapon uh-huh. and everything. You never saw the weapon again, and she didn't leave his ship with the weapon. So I'm interested to see if next episode you just see it on her arm. Yes, I doubt so they'll I make that mistake because <laughs> I pinpointed that, and I'm not very. I don't know. I I don't usually see things like that, so uh, they'll, they'll probably end up. Um, Figuring out some way, maybe she's lost it forever. Who knows? What about but I hate crosshair? That fell crosshair. He just can't. He just can't win for nothing. No, can he? Yeah, he, he is can't. like busted up. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, it's a trope. Every every Star Wars major villain, you know, their face gets messed up and they have to wear some kind of mask. So I guarantee you, like, crosshair. Yeah, but you notice it's like on his on this part. So I oh yeah. That, well, because it looks like the bandage part was like right across here. I mean, he was all bandaged up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he, he was he, <laughs> Yeah. But I just thought it was funny because they had like just a bandage like it was across his forehead. I'm thinking, hmm, maybe not. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice, and I was going to uh, say, just make a joke about this because I know it's not true, but whenever she's down in the, I guess the cloning area where she sees the bodies mm-hmm. and the tubes and everything and one of them busts and falls down on her, I was like, oh, look, it's Snoke. I know, right? So like, they 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 <laughs> like, figure out a way to pencil in the origin of Snoke right there. So we already know he was a clone of Palpatine. So there exactly. it was. Exactly. Yeah, that was kind of. And then even finished, and she was kind of like, "Ew." <laughs> you see yeah. what she got? She's kind of So you so, don't think she's a bad guy? I bad think girl. she's just hired for who, just for who she was hired for, and I think she was probably given instructions to just get her. So it wasn't really. I mean, a bounty hunter, they just get it for out for the bounty. Now, it sounded like with Bane, it didn't matter if she was dead or alive. Yeah, I mean. That's what it sounded like to me because, you know, because the first question was, is she alive? I mean, Star Wars has a history of, you know, bounty hunters turning good. And I mean, you know, what is it? Han Solo, Mandalorian, you know, all these people, they were all not necessarily bounty hunters, but all in for the money. <laughs> you know, doing I mean, absolutely, job, doing because, you know, he was because he was going to get a um a premium for bringing her in alive. So, mm-hmm. which but. he's my favorite bounty hunter. I'm like, I love Cad Bane. He's just <laughs> badass. And they did such a great job. I like the fight. They did a great job with the fight scene between those two, and I love how they get so distracted that they forget about Omega completely. Oh, and then which, he falls off, but then he has like yeah. the little um, ankle rockets. Ankle boosters. Yeah, he, he wasn't worried at all when he fell <laughs> off. He yeah, he's Never. a badass, but. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but I re- really did. Uh, <clears throat> I'd be interested to see what what uh, what Katie's uh, dislikes about this were. I mean, I know, like I said, she's way got way more knowledge than I do about this. But uh, it'd be interesting to see what her what her reaction to was it because or what her reaction to it was because she said she didn't like it at all, or she was mad about. It. Well, she texted me, and yes, Katie, I'm gonna use your little text here just to kind of give some retrospect. She didn't like how they were phrased for her being a first-gen clone. She said okay. that was kind of a mess um, and really contradicts Clone Wars. Okay. 
We don't um, have to talk too much more about her Texas. I don't want to put her, her business all out there, but. But, but I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it was like yeah. the first, you know, kind of we were talking about. I mean, it was just like, you know, discussion we had. So that was like the gist of it. So yeah. I think that would probably be an interesting, you know, because even she put in the group chat, she was like, I'm pissed. I'm like, what do you know? Like, what is this? Well, it is <laughs> that's an like, interesting uh, question. Yeah. I mean, how does she have the first thing? And I guess maybe that's why she noticed right away that Rex, that's how they can go back and explain. She noticed right away that Rex was first gen. Yeah. So, okay. I guess if you're going to write that in there to fix that problem, I don't know. But I guess they're not doing it just to fix that problem. Like I said, they're working on it. I mean, sure they have a big plan. You know, if you're just thinking about the films and Clone Wars, you know, the only thing we really, really know of is, um, you know, like Attack of the Clones. I mean, you know, you see, that's where you see Django, you know, where, you know, he's like the clone, you know, the one they're cloning from. And then, like mm -hmm. you said, the only one you really see other is Boba. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, then you have no idea. Omega, it's almost like she's just a, a a character that's just been like kind of created and thrown in there and saying, Oh yeah, by the way, she was back here, you know, in the wings. You didn't see her because she wasn't a part of the action, but yeah, she's like one of the, you know, unaltered pure first gen. And I'm like, okay, so how old are these clones? It makes sense. Yeah. So does she not age? Is that what they're saying? Was she born? Was that's she what I'm saying. I don't know. Because if she's like yeah. first gen, I mean, why is she like, Oh God, how old do you think she is? Does it say? She's like 12, 13? Mm, yeah, I would guess somewhere in there. You know? I, mean, she, I know she's she, not a teenager. She's you know, probably like a preteen, I would think. Yeah. If she's a teenager, young teenager. Not unless she aged differently. I don't I don't know. Mm. That's that's kind of my thing too, because I'm like, well, if she's first gen, let me try to do the math on how many other ones they've had. And like, do they age that quick to the point of or mature to the point of okay we're going to be once you get to this point okay now we're going to mature normally in yeah. real time well it makes you wonder too if why couldn't they just use any first generations any first generation clones dna and get a get a better sample because i understand the process is that it gets weaker the more they use it and you know this and that or well, but, I guess it all depends on how pure the first, you know, how that pure that DNA is, because it may not be the complete, was it genome? <laughs> I'm trying, now I'm getting yeah. into stuff I don't really know. Is it like the, the complete DNA sequence? Or yeah. do they kind of pick and choose what they wanted? Hmm. Makes so, sense. I, mean, I, don't could, I don't know a lot about cloning. <laughs> I don't <laughs> so either. It, make, it makes total sense to me. Or, I mean, I just uh, know if you're, you know, you know, cloning something and then, you know, if you have a, you know, DNA sequence. I'm sure at that point you can, like I said, pick kind of pick and choose what you want. And plus, you know, with these other clones, you know, they had put the um, inhibitor chips mm. and, you know, probably had some type of. And it's interesting because it seems like each clone has some sort of. I mean, even Rex, I mean, he was he even, you know, still had like the command, you know, it wasn't like, you know, your typical run of the mill soldier. Mm -hmm. And I know with the Bad Batch, I mean, I know with them, you know, they kind of have their own characteristics. But it seems like some clones have, they have their own unique characteristics. Right. It's weird to say a clone is unique, but. No, yeah, they, they all, you can identify them differently. It's like yeah, twins it's, have, especially if you're around them a lot, you can, you can know the difference between the two. I'm interested to see, because Rex even said in the episodes before that, that not many were able to resist, meaning in my mind, meaning that there are more clone troopers that resisted Order 66. And it'd be interesting if you get to see 
like them come together one day for something. You know, maybe it could have been like maybe the more of the first or second gen clones. Not, yeah, not sure. You know, then maybe you know because you know further down the line, you know how it may not be as pure, and then maybe they're not as strong. You know? Well, and I could just be reading into something there. Just you know, that's my own headcanon with with him <laughs> saying that that not many could. You know, I don't understand why you would say not many could if there weren't more. That, yeah, exactly. but they may never dive down that path. It may just be a throwaway be line that I'm reading though. into. Yeah, be interesting. Well, I definitely expect we're going to see Rex a lot more, or not a lot more, but a few more. I mean, mm -hmm. a couple more episodes, maybe the last two episodes of the season. I'm not sure because mm -hmm. I'm still of the belief that it's going to be Crosshair down to the end, and I don't well, even know if they'll turn him back. To be well, honest, I mean, I, I do kind of agree with Katie in one aspect where you know you're starting to add more characters into a storyline that you feel like you already that's already been established. Mm -hmm. You know, you're starting to put more, now you're starting to add more detail. So it might be a little more, but then again, I'm sure she, you know, she's going to more towards books, but I'm just, I can just take it face value for like the, you know, films and series that we've watched. Mm -hmm. So I think that might be interesting where, you know, it's like, okay, well I've known it like this. So now you're going to add this. So what is, are we retconning? Or are we adding, what are we, what are we doing here? Right. Well, I want to know if there's a finality to the story. Like, is this a one season thing? Is there an end to the story at the end of the season? Does Bad Batch end this part? Do they get killed? Like, or are we looking at something that's going to last throughout the? And if it it lasts through, like, that they continue. Where the hell have they been? <laughs> I know. Eventually, they're <laughs> like, going to have to like cross where, paths. Where have they been? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it just, I don't know. I mean, if, if Rex was, was in the original trilogy, then, then why weren't any of these guys? Is that all I'm saying? If they survive. So that's what I'm wondering is if there's going to yeah. be some kind of end to this story. Or like you said, I think um, I was talking about this on um, Star Wars Alliance. It was like, okay, so you have all this going on and say on this planet. Now you have all this stuff going on, on this planet. So maybe that's what it is. You're just kind of separating it where you're focusing on this one instead of that. So maybe that's where they're taking the story. So all this other stuff is going on. You know, it's kind of like how the way Marvel does. It's like you got Avengers on Earth, but then you have, you know, Guardians are out in another little galaxy doing their own little thing, but it's still the same time. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But while does Boba got a sister, what are you doing, man? I know, Didn't right? Where are you at? <laughs> yeah, where are you at? Ain't your phone is uh, charged. Yeah. Well, he's not in the room anymore, but uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like the, the, yeah, this the show interesting, is it's, it's an it's, interesting series. I mean, it's it's yet to really catch me and like make me say I love this series, mm -hmm. but it's also so it's Star Wars, you know, mm -hmm. it's not terrible, it's just it's not something that I'm gonna rave to everybody and tell them they gotta see. And if I didn't see it, it's not it wouldn't it doesn't seem like it would matter that much because it doesn't seem like this is anything that progresses any kind of storyline, like Rebels. You said like rebels, and not like rebels, not like rebels. Okay, rebels is what you have to see. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I definitely need to see that, but yeah, um, I mean, that's about it for me with, with Star Wars with Bad Batch. Well, I mean, know? I just think they're, they're, I think they're building a little bit more towards the story, you know, the main storyline, the main arc. Mm. Um, still though, isn't like eight episodes in, it's halfway through, right? Well, it's just like. You know, it's, I think up until maybe the you know, last episode, it really didn't, didn't really have much to talk about. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of like, 
All right, we got character development, character development. All right, where's the story development? All right, yeah. I mean, we know who these guys are. You know, we're just like, are you putting all the pieces together? I mean, when are we actually going to see something that kind of comes together that gels to where it really goes into a story? Yeah. Because, you know, here you you thought it might be Crosshair. And at some point, you're hopefully, hopefully he'll come in there, but he's just kind of sprinkled into it now that they've split off. Well, it's now you see that she's got three different people after her for three different reasons. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, she's got two different bounty hunters after her hired by two different people of the same group. And, you know, a crosshair who's running another mission to go get her. I guess his is more after the Bad Batch, though. Yeah, he's more yeah. like, um, you know, the the order, you know, basically, you know, going to fruition with that because it's like, you know, if any clone didn't, you know, execute the order, then they sh- should be executed themselves because they're not following orders. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I guess he has more of his, I guess his military, you know, like his orders, you know, they always say, you know, good soldiers follow orders. Well, he's being brainwashed right now. So I guess they're trying to kind of portray. I'm thinking at some point they're going to get him and get that chip out of his head. What do you I think? think that's the goal. I don't think it's going to happen though. I think, okay. I don't think he makes it through the season. I no, think he's, he's the bad guy throughout right the whole now. season and he doesn't make it through the season, to be honest with you. <laughs> Maybe that's what breaks up the Bad Batch. And that's how they decided. I don't know. I don't know. All we can do is just watch and see. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, (laughs) hadn't hadn't really grabbed me yet, but it's Star Wars. I'm going to keep watching it. You know, I'm I'm enjoying it. It's just, you know, it's not not the best so far. Yeah, it's true. I feel it's kind of like filler. But, I mean, like I said, at least it's Star Wars and it's something to see. So Right. Well, let's talk about. Loki, because Nathan, who's in the chat room, <laughs> but not going on the show, uh, is saying Loki was just okay this week. So let's it, talk about Loki, because I'm really enjoying the show. Oh, yeah, I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your thoughts, try- though. I mean, it's, it's, it's Tom Hiddleston as Loki. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I couldn't. This was the reason, and I've said this multiple times, this is the reason it took me three times to watch Infinity War with, like, with dry eyes. I mean, mm-hmm. because that's how upset I was over Loki. Yeah. Um, but this episode, I mean, it was... I'm not really digging the lady Loki, though. I'm not really digging her. She works for me. I mean, I, it's not a character that I'm in love with, but the, she does a good job playing the character. I mean, like, I, it's believable for me. You know, I don't have a problem with it. I don't know. Maybe it's just hard for me to like imagine another Loki. You know, (laughs) yeah. She's like, well, they're two totally different people. Well, yeah, I get that. I get that. But I guess it's just the idea of because you're used to, you know, the Loki we know, Loki of Asgard. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, well, how are you Loki in your world? You know, because you didn't really. Which well, I know they were talking about, you know, different iterations of them because of different, I guess, timelines and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But um, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's just kind of weird for me. Well, I had a friend ask me the other day who hadn't watched it yet, and he's watched it since then. He asked me, you know, he's seen online something about people complaining about Loki being gender fluid. And I was like, really, Loki being gender fluid? And he asked me what I thought about that. And I was like, well watch the first two episodes, then ask me that question again. Because when you watch that, I'm assuming what people are saying because a different Loki in a different timeline 
is a different sex makes Loki gender fluid. Is is that is that what they're? Well, do you remember the the um, discussion they had on the train when they were talking about love? I do. Because she basically asked Loki, "Do you have a lady, or do you have a guy?" Yeah, and I, he did say a little bit of and both. And he did a little bit of both. So okay. maybe that that's what I'm thinking it might be alluding to. But I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah, maybe I just heard it before this episode came out. Was the only reason I was wondering. So yeah, because Brian was actually asking about me. I don't know if it's something he saw on Reddit. And I'm like, well, that's about the only thing. Because I mean, I don't think it would really matter. Because if you have different iterations, I mean, that's different people. You know, it's not yeah. really going to float. So I'm, I'm thinking that's the only thing that may have. But that's just. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. But I mean, as far as the characters go, I don't mind the 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 female Loki. Uh, what was her name? Um, Sylvie. Sylvie. Yeah, I don't mind her. The actress doesn't bother me. I, I want to learn more about it. And I'm glad that we got an episode of just these two because mm -hmm. you get a, you get a lot of development between these two. I like her explaining her powers. I like Loki kind of opening I up to her. I love that power she has, though. I'm yeah. like, I want to learn that. I want to learn yeah. that one. Well, <laughs> it, you makes, yourself? <laughs> it makes me wonder because Loki's stressing the point of you taught yourself that and now he knows how it works. So mm -hmm. I wonder if Loki's going to teach himself that. Who knows? You know, or or I wonder if what she told him is not true. I was just excited to see Loki using some of his powers, though. It was fun. I was like, was oh, yes, there he they, is. <laughs> they had some badass fight scenes, too. Both of them can kick ass. Now, the thing about the, what, like maybe the last 10 minutes, last five, 10 minutes of the episode, I looked at Ron, I'm like, this looks like a video game. <laughs> it looks like, this looks like a video game that he may play. Because it's just the fact of them running around and things falling and people in oh, the way. Oh, yeah, know. when they were trying to get to the Ark, which, by the yeah. way, it's funny that they described it as the Ark, and it's a totally different world and planet. So, I mean, I guess Ark could mean, I, mean, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it just seemed weird. I was like, they call it the arc. Um, yeah, the the ending really surprised me because I did not see that coming. No, now it's just like, and she walks off. She's just like shit on it, and she just walks off like, what well, am I mean, to do now? <laughs> yeah, and you know, as a viewer, that something has to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, he. I guess the only thing I could think of is now he's told. Uh, Mobius, that are, is it Mobius? Yeah, Mobius. Mm -hmm. That uh, they hide in catastrophes or apocalypses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe they'll find them at the last second. That's what I'm thinking too, because yeah. I'm like, but I thought it was, I like the subtle humor in this because mm -hmm. it was, because <laughs> Loki, bless his heart, he has been put on his ass so many times. It's hilarious. Just like they went to Luddy's house and mm -hmm. she came as a husband. She's like, oh, and she popped him right there. She said, he has never said anything like nice like that to me. So I know you are yeah. playing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was nice to see both their powers. And it was pretty cool. They're both kind of showing off a little bit and showing what they mm -hmm. can do. Uh, I do like. Again, I guess it shows them their Loki-ness. Yeah. So. Mischievous. <laughs> and she wakes uh, up and he's like, just singing, having him so good. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. I don't really understand. I mean, I guess that seemed a little less Loki than I'm, than I'm used to, I guess, you know, cause that was a little careless. Like I thought like when he was doing this, like it was a plan, mm -hmm. like maybe he wasn't drunk and he was doing this to, for, to but it wasn't, he, he just fucked up mm -hmm. and it just seemed not very Loki. I mean, I know Loki loses all the time. 
but he's usually got things planned out pretty well. You yeah, know? it is true. It is true. Yeah. I mean, I it's know. yeah. I don't. But then again, I think he might have. I think when he saw in like the very first episode, when he saw what, not for his timeline, but for like look the the Loki from you know Avenger timeline, mm-hmm. when he saw his neck get snapped, he's just like, okay, maybe I do have a little bit of mortality that I did not realize. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe Possibly. it's one of those where, you know, and then I think another thing that was really big in this episode is when they're walking and basically Sylvia's Sylvie says, you know, like the way that when she t- um, took over the minds of that um, TVA, was mm-hmm. she like a minute man? Is that what they call themselves? Yeah. You know, saying it's like, you know, for hundreds of memory from hundreds of years ago. And he's like, what? She's like, yeah, basically everyone that, works at the TVA is a variant. Mm-hmm. And they don't know. You're lucky to say that one time and then they mm-hmm. never touch on it again. Mm-hmm. So it'll be and I'm like, that's say. a big thing. I mean, that's mm-hmm. because Morbius made it sound like they were like created or born into it. Or oh, you said like that specifically. Yeah, that they yeah. were created so, for their position. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess in essence they were, <laughs> mm-hmm. but maybe not in the, or either he didn't know in the way they were or didn't tell Loki in the way they were. I don't know. So does that make uh, Sylvie or Silva or Sylvie? Sylvie. Sylvie. Does that make her a good guy? I still can't, I still can't understand her end game. I guess it's yeah. just, even if they do talk to the, um, oh shit, what do they call the time folks or whatever. Whenever time they talk lizard. to them, Space I mean, lizard. what? Yeah, time lizards. <laughs> <laughs> Space lizards. Whenever they do talk to them, what are you going to do? I mean, because it's like they're there kind of to get everything back in, you know, one, was it, sacred timeline? Something like yeah, that, that, that's what, they're, well, that's what you're being told. That's what you're being told. We don't know if any of that's true. Now, now that we know that this whole TVA thing is, is kind of a hoax, you got to suspect everybody. Why, you don't does know if any feel, that's true. why does this feel like a storyline from Umbrella Academy? It it feels very Umbrella Academy ish to me. I was gonna oh, say man. that the other day. I was like, man, they took a page out of not not saying they copied or anything, but it feels very it's Umbrella. Very Academy. similar. Yes. Very similar. Very, it's very like similar. You go through life and it's like, okay, this is what it is, but then you find out it's not what you thought it was. Right, and and it's dealing with timelines and thing. It's just different worlds. Like the the setting, other than mm-hmm. it being like the spacey looking stuff, it feels mm-hmm. kind of you know, Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. I, I felt oh, the same thing. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to say it because it sounds kind of, uh, there you go. So, all right, cool. Well, I'm glad somebody else agrees with me, but, uh, but I agree with you. Actually, you brought that point up. I agree with you. Um, oh, dang it. I had something about Loki that I was about to say going through. I just want to, know when, I just want to know when Thor is going to be mentioned. Cause you know, Thor's got to be mentioned at some point. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I mean, technically you've already seen Thor. Couple of times, memories. Yeah, true. You know, but I mean, as far as does she have a Thor in her timeline? Does oh, you mean whenever she's talking? Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want, I'm hoping maybe this next episode maybe we'll kind of give a little bit more of her backstory because yeah. you know we just see her as this shadowy variant, and now we finally, you know, Loki finally talks to her. And, you know, she's saying, well, this is, you know, years and years and years, you know, planning. And it's like, okay, what's your end game? Mm-hmm. You know, what's your point? Unless I totally missed it. 
she didn't put that out there. And that was one thing that I was really, really looking forward to uh, finding out. I don't know if you're going to discover that until the very end, to be honest with you. That's going to be a, that's going to be a key point right there. I mean, I think Loki not knowing is what keeps him in the game, mm-hmm. you know? So but then again, I don't think she would do because Loki's point is like, yeah, I would go and the timekeeper. She's like, I'd totally overthrow them and I'd rule everything. And she's like, mm, that's not really, I don't think that's really what she wants to do. Well, I know whatever ends up happening, what Nathan was saying the other day uh, about this leading into multiverse of madness and, do- and that, that makes total mm-hmm. sense. So I'm sure that whatever happens is going to be messed up at the end of this. Yeah, probably series. so because it's just, yeah. that little train is just heading right to that station. <laughs> yeah. I don't expect a happy ending at the end of this series. No, no. Um, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see if we get Loki back in the MCU after this. Can he return? Like after this, can he return to his timeline? Like, well, will there be two Lokis? Does he, like, how does that work? I'm not going to try to get involved in time travel thinking right now. I mean, because... did they take him and put him back <laughs> in the place where he left? He Who's back? they? Who's they? By the end of this, you may not know. You it, it could. Well, I still think, I still have a big problem with the whole fact of TVA, you know, with like the Avengers going back in time. They're like, oh yeah, we planned it. Timekeepers, that, that was meant to be. Bullshit. Really? <laughs> Well, I'm that's like, why that's it's kind of weird. That's why it seems kind of hokey. And that's what Loki was saying to, uh, to, to, to Mobius whenever they were having that discussion. And that discussion was a lot about like religion. He was just like, you know, it's real because it's what I believe. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, when somebody that you just got to accept somebody at, at that, you know, when they, when they say that it's, it's real because it's what I believe. Okay. Then it's real, you know? And, and realistically he, he had a, good back and forth with him because he said the same thing when you when Loki explains his life it sounds very fake too but mm-hmm. Loki knows it's real so I don't know but then think about all the different timelines it's like you have this one timeline but you have all these different things going on all these universes all these that's a lot it's kind of it's, it's almost like if you kind of think of like the idea of infinity that's got to be like a six-figure job easy you can I mean, I think it might be more than six because you got to be working hard for that one. Yeah, yeah you got to be paying attention on that one. But if that's you all you ever do, though, then what's your life about? Like, you never have fun. You never did you eat? Do you sleep? Like, is that all you, you on vacation? Do? Yeah, seriously. Do you have assistant timekeepers who come in, substitute timekeepers? I don't know. Do you go to the bathroom? I mean, what's going on? I hope we're going to figure this out. <laughs> all these questions to be answered. I want to see these timekeepers. I want to know where they are because there's something about that one. That one chick, the one that was like the judge or whomever, can't mm-hmm. remember, you know, the one that showed up. There's there's something more to that chick. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I don't think chicks. we're ever going to see. I don't think we're ever <laughs> going to see lizards. I think you're going to find out that that's all a story and a hoax. To be honest with you, I think, I mean, I, I think that you're going to see people. Or maybe they were at some point, but they're not there anymore. Maybe. Yeah, kind of like legend, you know, or like a myth. You know, it starts. Yeah. Some parts may start out true, but then it just kind of evolves into like, like this massive story. So, well, what's more interesting to me, I think, well, not more interesting, but interesting to me as well, is how they're making all these variants believe that what they believe. Like, what do they do to brainwash them? Somebody's got to have some pull in there. Maybe mm-hmm. it's another Loki. So, because <laughs> they think they have free will while they're in there, but obviously they don't. Well, and that was a question about free will because if, if it's a timeline and if it's already, you know, predestined that you're going to do this, is there such thing as free will? Mm-hmm. Because to me, it doesn't sound like it. 
this sounds like so everything's confusing. predestined. Yeah, it's so confusing. You know? <laughs> That's what happens when you talk about time and time travel and timelines. Yes. It's like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. it's like, what yeah. role are we going to play with today? <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> I liked in this episode, like I said, getting to see Loki, and uh, I don't want to. I keep forgetting her name. Sylvie. Uh, Sylvie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kicking ass. They're both badasses. Lord, Lord, she was, mm-hmm, yeah. I'm like, I, th- I still think Loki would take her though, to be honest with you. Well, he did a couple of times. Yeah. He was, you know, with, because especially when he had his, his knives and I was like, oh, oh hell, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what got you killed. But anyways, so. Yeah. Um, Loki with daggers is dangerous. Yes, exactly. He was just like <laughs> yeah. real, just smooth because I mean, even though she was, but she had a badass sword, though. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's she's a badass, that's for sure. Did you notice that her? I don't know if this happened during the show and I missed it. Her crown, like one of the horns, is missing. Like, like I it think, got cut off. I think it's been like that. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, that kind of sucks. It looks weird. So it makes me wonder what did this chick go through? She had to go on some bad shit to have that happen. <laughs> did Did you notice that she said she was uh, with a postman too? Yeah. Saying, yeah. Saying, good, good call. Good call. <laughs> Which I wonder how that works. Was that a joke she was saying? Or does that like did she just travel back through time to meet this guy? I don't know. How's that work? I'll dive in that one. Let's have a show about that, MCU. <laughs> <laughs> time travel yeah. dating reality show. Oh my gosh. Well, we know what Steve Rogers did. He went back and um finished up that one time. Exactly. Exactly. We've already got to like, I'm here for that dance. I'm like, dude, you've been thinking about a dance for a long time, haven't yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what else about Loki. Oh, we didn't see any of the TVA or movies. This this entire episode was about Loki and Sylvia, right? Did I say it right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Pretty much because it started out they went through the um oh gosh, what was it? The little time gate or little doorway they have. Which and is then bad we into the yeah, we, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which apparently, if you get flown out of a tra- you know fly of a train and you fall, it like crumb the little um, remote like crumbles into pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so because I mean that's the only thing we saw was just the um, I guess the Minutemen that they, where they kicked their ass down the hallway and then you saw the the one lady and then that's when they fell through the the doorway. The doorway and then it was just on from there. It was on a freaking planet that was about to get. No, a moon it was like hit by a planet or whatever. Yeah, I'm planet about to run into the moon. It was weird. People were living on the moon and the planet was gonna run into the moon. It seemed it did seem kind of weird, but I guess okay. Yeah. It happens like, there. Uh the, those sticks they use to I don't know what the word is when they hit somebody with one of those sticks and they kind of just disappear, fade away and disappear. It would suck if you were in a fight and you were in that fight specifically, and there's like 12 guys, and she does that to like six of those guys, and six of them she just kicks, just kicks and knocks out and walks away. It's like, oh, I couldn't have been one of those six guys, you know? <laughs> so so th- th- I'm assuming that completely erases you. Like, we don't I'm get an explanation. So we just know it's bad. Because, like, the first time you saw it was like the very first episode with that one dude, and it was just like, when it was like the gone, you're like, and they don't mess around with it either. No, they don't. <laughs> So, if you don't have a ticket, damn it, you're gone. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Loki's my favorite MCU show so far. Well, that was uh, the one I looked forward to so much. You know, I heard all these other ones. I was like, Loki, yes, because I'm just, 
it was just so I was just curious to see what they were gonna do with the story. Because yeah, I'm like it's Loki because he died. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I looked that it was probably the one I looked forward to the most. I was looking forward to Falcon Winter Soldier. Not that I was disappointed with it, but I like Loki better, which mm -hmm. I expected to like Loki more than Falcon Winter Soldier. So it's working out so far. Um, my daughter just watched. Uh, the first one with, with Scarlet Witch was it? Oh, WandaVision. WandaVision, yeah. My darling just watched that and she was like, Do I need to watch all the movies beforehand to understand this? I said, Well, I said to it get a help. to get a <laughs> but... complete understanding, <laughs> yes. But no, I said you can watch from Age of Ultron on and get an understanding. I was like, or you can just watch it and then just watch the MCU from here on out. And and that's kind of what they're going for is people to be able to jump in, even though every most everybody's already in the MCU, getting new yeah. people to jump in, younger kids to jump into a new storyline, which is pretty cool. Well, that's the thing about Loki because it's almost like it's something totally different. It's it's almost like if you watch the first episode, it kind of gives you a synopsis of where you need to be to kind of understand what's going on. Now, granted, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't really it just kind of it's like a cliff notes type deal. But I think with Loki, that's probably something that you could watch and just just watch. I mean, even if you didn't know what was going on in MCU. Well, it's cool because they've made it where in the MCU, it's like, uh, you can jump in anytime. Well, that, but like in the actual universe, the stuff that happened at the beginning of the universe, like the very early days, Iron Man, Avenger, like that's like stuff in history books. Kids are reading in this universe now. <laughs> like they're re learned about that in school and let some experience some of this stuff in school. It's crazy. It's like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. They well, built that's the thing you don't realize because it's like what a 10, 11 year period. In real life, yeah. Yeah, yeah but I mean, if sure you think how, about yeah. really, yeah, because what really is the timeline in the films? As far as years go? Uh -huh. I don't think I've ever really thought about that. I don't know. Because it kind of goes back. To be truly <laughs> honest with you, I don't know. It, it could be in line with real time, like, but I don't think. No, it just seems like from the time from like Iron Man, when you first meet Tony Stark, when he first comes up with his, you know, has his suit to the time of you know when you get to like age of ultron or if you're, you get to you know like the later movies it's like you feel like so much time has passed because of the way everything like especially his suits have evolved i mean yeah he goes from like just literally an iron suit to like okay it's it's like in my suitcase or it's in my watch it's you know wherever yeah, so, well, he's he's a little salt and pepper in the last one too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, there's well, I think there's a little bit of time. Yeah, <laughs> if you go on YouTube, you can look up the <laughs> fan made Iron Man four uh, preview <laughs> previews with him, and they've got him with a long white with a white beard and white hair. It's so funny. <laughs> Stuff's pretty good. Oh yeah. my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, look, look. Loki's fun. I'm interested to see where they go, especially, like I said, they, they leave you on this, spoilers, this huge cliffhanger of they have no way off this planet it's about to be destroyed. And I, I'm assuming they're literally seconds away from being destroyed. Yeah, because they, I think the other it. thing is like basically just like split and it's about yeah, to Yeah, it, it, it's falling. Yeah. So, and it's so funny too, the way it ended where, where they were running to that ship and the ship got hit by debris. I don't know why. I, that never would have crossed my mind. I was trying to think. I was like, what would have kept this ship from taking off? Oh, how you about getting destroyed? Yeah. But I, I guess getting destroyed before it ever takes off, that, uh, that, that might that, be a kicker on that one. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I guess the only way I thought it would have been destroyed was if it didn't take off in time, you know, and like it didn't, couldn't clear 
the area or whatever, but I just didn't think of debris falling and hitting it and destroying it. I guess they didn't either. I don't know, but that'd <laughs> but, be one hell of a um, apocalypse to deal with because, man, I'm telling you, I'm just like, just just, hit me, just let me get hit by a rock or something because I'm telling you that my that, uh, my anxiety would have killed me. <laughs> I think any apocalypse where you have to watch it coming, you know, like watch it happening, is probably pretty, pretty gut-wrenching. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like what it's like when they popped up in um, Pompeii. Oh, you're going to die. Dang, for real? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're just you, like, what is you know one thing? You? you know, one thing I noticed in this show, though, is whenever Loki looks through the file in a few episodes back and he's looking through the files on Asgard and it says no, like species terminated, entire species terminated. Mm -hmm. And then later, and which it wasn't because someone got away in the ship, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, and and then later on, it talks about the few that survived. And I was like, why does one the file say nobody survived? But there, and later they recognize there were ones that survived. It was weird. I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe they just didn't go back and maybe just thought the planet itself, or you know, Asgard, not you know, Asgard itself was destroyed. Mm. Yeah. So possibly. maybe maybe it was referred to that. I don't I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Very possibly, yeah. But yeah, once again, Loki's rocking out pretty good so far. I don't. How many episodes of Loki is there? Eight, six. There aren't many left. No, there's not. Yeah. Six or eight. I'm not absolutely sure because mm. we're already in what episode four? This is four. No, this is three this week. Three episode three. three. Yeah. So, it might be six. I think six is right. Yeah. That sucks. They want to get on it. It does. <laughs> it does because I'm enjoying this one. I know. I'm really liking this one too. Uh, well, um, anything else you got to say about it? I'm just ready for next week. <laughs> like Brian says, damn it, why'd you have to get me started on now? I'm going to wait for Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of shows I'm watching weekly where at the end of it, I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm so ready to see what happens next. But this is one of them. It's, it's really got me hooked. So. Yeah, I know. Because, I mean, first of all, he wanted to, you know, like wait until it was over. I said, mm -mm, dude, I can't, I can't wait and binge this one. This is one you got to watch every week. I just got to. I have to. <laughs> I have to. Oh, yeah. Plus, it makes your week a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the middle the to. middle of the week thing is kind of weird. I still watch it on Friday because I don't know why. It just seems like the show day for me to watch new shows. I knew that. But... That's what's funny about The Bad Batch because I can never remember when it gets released. So mm -hmm. I always watch it on Fridays. Yeah. Well, it gets released on Fridays. Oh, it does? Okay. I think. Okay. I mean, that's when I watch it. I think it gets really surprised. Because like, I was Wednesday. thinking, you know, like, Thursdays or Fridays or something like that, so. Well, I think you can you catch, some night? people catch it late Thursday night. I don't know, though. Yeah. But, uh, you know, of the two shows, I obviously, yeah. I'm way more excited for Loki. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Love Star Wars. You know, as a matter of fact, I, uh, Squirrel here, I watched Rise of Skywalker the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah. And um, still don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but there were some cool things about it. I mean, it definitely has its cool points to it. But there's still some things you just can't get past. I just can't get past yeah, certain things, especially with it. Palpatine and everything. I I just can't get past it. The the nostalgic moments are great in that movie. But it's I just, just I just yeah. I just can't, can't do build it. that bridge, can you? <laughs> I don't think I'll go back to it. And you know, the, the funny thing about it was, is I know that I was I was falling asleep a couple nights ago, and I was just flipping through stuff to watch. And I remember for some reason I wanted to see 
like the final scene where like the, all the ships come together and mm -hmm. you know, save at the end. I was like, I want to watch like that last 10 minutes, but I turned it on and kind of fast forward to that point and I fell asleep. <laughs> so, so then the next morning I was off and it was on. I'm like, do you want to, you know, watch this again, whatever. And I was like, you know what? Wife took the kid to the dentist. I got nothing to do. I hit play. So there you go. wouldn't say two hours wasted lesson learned. <laughs> Just make, you sort of make absolutely sure that the points that you made were you were you know, still, still good to them. Yeah. Well, because the, there's many times you can go back and do a rewatch of a movie and feel differently about it. Uh, you know, maybe whenever I was watching the first, you know, before I just wasn't getting my expected, but not really. I just really think that they they kind of they kind of messed it up a little bit, in my opinion. I mean, but it's Star Wars. I love Star Wars. They're going to recover. They have recovered. They haven't done some great stuff since then. So I'm not worried mm -hmm. about that. But, absolutely. Yeah. So that Absolutely. was my that was my scroll right there. Again. Probably won't be watching it ever again. <laughs> well, yeah. But, each, each other, you never uh, know. One day it might come on. You're like, you know what? I'm just gonna try this one more time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then be like, no. <laughs> well, all right. Well, uh, let's move on Let's talk about a little bit of news and some fun stuff here. Um Shang-Chi trailer comes out. This is the fourth of the Marvel shows that we were expecting, correct? I believe so. Yes. Oh, so, <laughs> so what you're going to do here is you're going to watch two people who know absolutely nothing about Shang-Chi watch the trailer and react to it because <laughs> I know I don't know anything about this. I'm going to watch it because it looks cool. It's Marvel. Of course, I'm going to watch it and give it a chance. Um, you know, if I don't like it, then I know that I watched it and I didn't like it. But it looks you Did you say you hadn't watched the whole thing yet? Mm -mm. I think okay. I saw like the, like the little teaser, but I don't think I've seen the whole one. Okay, I, I watched it earlier. I try, usually try to save them for this, but I watched it earlier. So let me uh, let me share it here. We'll watch it and then let's get a few thoughts on it. Hang on, hang on. Mm. This one right here. Oh wait, dang it! I always do this every single time. I forget to share it with you with the audio. <laughs> All right, there we go. You ready? Yeah. All right. Throughout my life, the Ten Rings gave our family power. If you want them to be yours one day, you have to show me you are strong enough to carry them. You are a product of all who came before you. The legacy of your family. So when you say you know absolutely nothing about this, you mean absolutely nothing? Yes, absolutely nothing. Okay. <laughs> In the same way. Just making sure. Okay. I mean, it looks good. Like they wouldn't be able to kill you if they tried. It looks like like it's going to be a modernized kung fu movie. Okay, well, I don't want to like... say I don't want to say kung fu movie. The action looks awesome. <laughs> okay, say that. Like an iron fist, or you know, kind of a. He's just a criminal who murders people. Well, the best part about going into this not knowing anything is I have so many questions that I guess a lot of them are going to be answered when I see it. I know a lot of them answered beforehand from people I know. Oh yeah, well, I'm sure Marvel wants they're going to have to. Um... Yeah. <laughs> School us yeah. on this one. <laughs> Like I would have to pretty much shut everything off and not know what some of this stuff is, but it's going to be interesting to see the story. The rings look awesome. 
Yeah, that looks pretty. Giant bad. lion. Not really sure about that, but I've seen weirder. <laughs> Look, he's another zombie tiger. Weird. Whoa, what is that? Is that what you wanted? Looked like an underwater dragon. That's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. So, once again, don't know anything about it. Okay, so that would be pretty cool. I'm sorry. gonna kill me for saying this, but the hat kind of like a. Thank you. A Mortal Kombat type feels. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Because that last scene, I felt like it was more like. Um... Oh, it felt God. like the Wolverine. Well, not, not necessarily that, but it was. Um... Oh, shit. Now I can't even think of the characters. Sub Zero and. Um... Scorpion. Scorpion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what that, that part right there is about. It's definitely some kind of a legal underground street fighting. Um, like I said, I don't know anything about this. It's going to be fun walking into a new something is completely new for me. And well, I'm, I'm going to do a little cheating because I'm going to look at a little Wikipedia because I'm not going to go into like completely blind. But it does say that Shang Chi is also known as Master of Kung Fu and Brother Hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I'll look into a little bit of it. But, but well, like I said, I mean, I was like, was it kind of like a like an Iron Fist? esque type deal? You know, because you have you know like these rings, you know, that are going to do have all these powers and i'm not mm. saying it's exactly iron fist because lord of mercy but um this one looks a little more into it but yeah this i think it's gonna be a cool show but this is not really like if it was a you know the comic book this wouldn't be a comic book that i would probably gravitate towards yeah so i think you know having visually i think that'll kind of pull in pull me in a little bit more mm. And I think that's probably that that's definitely been my issue is I've just never been pulled to this comic. I mean, obviously, it's mm -hmm. the story's been there. People know about it, but and it's going to be more well known now, which is great. Uh, I just don't know anything about it. <clears throat> well, and that's the thing about it, because when it was it, when it was released, I'm just like, what? <laughs> Who? But I mean, that just kind of shows, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know everything. <laughs> well, from what I understand, this is something to do with like people are like, this is what the Mandarin, the, the character that was in Iron Man two, this is more or less mm -hmm. connected to his story. So, and I'm sure there's way more to it than that. But once again, not really my realm. I don't really know anything about this. I'm just going in for it for the fun. It's MCU. Teach me, give me some awesome visual stuff to look at. Uh, give me some awesome fighting scenes and a great and a good storyline because they've done it before. They've done it quite a few times before. I'm sure they're going to do it again. And, oh yeah, uh, I think I, th I think it's going to be something that you know either you know what it is or you don't. In, mm -hmm. in either or, I think it's still going to pull you into where you're like, oh, you have that interest of or that fact, you know, just wanting to know what this is all about. So I mean, right. usually when you have anything martial arts like that too, I mean that that pulls in a lot of people. Well, and you know that's I the exact reason. Yeah. Well, that's the exact reason I, that I like Mortal Kombat, you know, uh, and it's not like I love Mortal Kombat, but I enjoyed mm -hmm. it because it's exactly what I wanted to see was great fight scenes. And I, I obviously want to see more storyline in this than, mm -hmm. than, you know, Mortal Kombat, but I'm not going into it with the same expectations. And so far with the Marvel shows, none of them have been disappointing to me. Mm -mm. I've just... Loki's the only one that I really, really love. I really, really, really enjoy. Yeah, that's the one when it was like announced. You're just like, <gasps> yeah, yes. <laughs> it's the only one that I've rewatched episodes on. Let's put it that way. Like I, I've already rewatched. I've watched one and two twice, which I know is like bragging or that. I'm sure people watch them more than that, but I, I usually don't rewatch an episode. I've watched one and two twice, and I'd probably watch them again because it's. I've seen the first one. 
Yeah. I've seen the first one twice because yeah. I saw it and then Brian rewatched it and then we saw that one and then the second episode. Yeah. Hey Clay, we were just talking well, about hey, what's Mortal up, Kombat. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I heard I heard you guys as soon as I uh, uh I just got done recording with Joe. Uh, old man needed to go to bed, so I was like, "All right, see you later." Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, you're 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 24 young. You so that, that's where that's where you're at right Good now. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, you guys talking about the uh, Shang Chi mm-hmm. uh, ch- trailer? Yes, drop yes. some knowledge on me about this man because I don't know. We're total Shang Chi virgins, so yeah. so, so Shang Chi. I will be completely honest with you. I've never dove into the character. Um, The main reason is because not a whole lot of people have really made staple um, improvements on the character as far as like, hey, we need to revamp this character for today. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, there has been plenty of attempts. Uh, Nothing has really been set in stone. Uh, There is a current uh, series going on right now uh, that is called Shang-Chi... I don't know if it's versus the Marvel universe or something in the Marvel universe. Um, the first issue, he was teaming up with Spider-Man. Uh, the second issue, he was going up against Captain America for some reason. I didn't get the chance to read it, or I don't know if, if it's even out yet. Uh, but it's been written by, it's being written by uh, Jean, Jean uh, Luen Yang, uh, which he is a phenomenal writer. Uh, if you haven't had the chance, go read uh uh his uh his superman comic okay. uh it's about a um uh, i can't remember if he uh he, an asian uh actor or not actor uh character uh gets the powers of superman and becomes the superman of china That's um cool. really cool premise uh so go yeah. check that out uh but shang chi has always been a book that the only time I ever see him is in his original title, Shang-Chi, Master of Kung Fu. And it's these very cheesy 60s and 70s covers where I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to read that. Okay. <laughs> so seeing what we are getting out of the MCU, though, I'm like, God damn, I need to know more about this character. Right, right. That, that That's basically what I was saying. Is MCU, I wanted the story and they got a pretty good track record. So I want to ask you though, because this is how little I know about Shang-Chi. Is that the name of the character? Mm-hmm. What? Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? That's yeah, yeah. The, name, the name of the character. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. There was a story uh, in Spider-Man. Um, there was a moment where Spider-Man had lost his powers, including mm-hmm. his spider sense. And Shang-Chi uh, taught him the way of the spider. And that's how, for a while, Spider-Man was fighting, was uh, through Kung Fu. Hmm. Uh, so I kind of hope, kind of, uh, I know that uh, his spider sense has just been shown in this last movie, Far From Home. Uh, but I kind of hope that they have an interaction to kind of teach Spider-Man to fight. Uh, just because, I mean, for me personally, uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, uh, and it, they made it a point in the first movie. Uh, if you actually watch Spider-Man fight, he doesn't necessarily fight. He just mm-hmm. uses... Bobs, weaves. <laughs> he bobs, weaves, uses his opponent's mm-hmm. attacks against him. And uh, 
uses his surroundings. He doesn't necessarily fight. So I think mm-hmm. that that would be kind of cool if yeah. Shang Chi uh, taught him how uh, to use kung fu. And every, I'm sorry, every single time I hear the word kung fu, I always think of the Matrix. <laughs> I know yeah. kung fu. Yeah, I feel weird saying kung fu. <laughs> like, I don't know why. It just feels weird. But I, I'm, I'm super excited about the movie. Uh, I'm glad that we're getting a real Mandarin and not the one from Iron Man 3. That's what I was, yeah. I was mentioning that to Sarah a minute ago. I didn't know. I knew this had something to do with Mandarin. So that's... Yeah. He, that's he is the one He is the one with the with the Ten Rings. Okay. Uh, but also, the little surprise that we got at the end of this trailer. Um, did you see the trailer, Greg? Because I feel like you were questioning... Yeah, we, we, no, yeah, we, we, we just watched it, yeah. Okay. So, Abomination being... That's what I was wondering who that was. Is that that's Abomination? A, that's Abomination from the original Hulk movie. Okay. Uh, the Hulk movie uh, with Edward Norton. Mm, um, the, yeah. Uh, I I th- was kind of upset because he had a new design to be more like the comics. But Chris did say, hey, maybe it's not a new design. Maybe it's just a more evolved Abomination because he was growing still uh, at the end of that Hulk movie. So maybe he has just evolved into what he should have been looking like in the first place. He has the fins on the side of his ears, the giant fin on his back and spine. And he, and he was actually fighting Wong from Dr. Strange. So Mm. that was pretty crazy. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see what that, what what, uh, is it like an underground fight club? Yeah, that's what it looks like. That's what yeah. it looks like. It'd be interesting to see. Like I said, th- that's one of the best things about this for me, not knowing a lot about it or anything about it really, is going in, I'm going to learn a whole lot of new stuff. And it's what I've been wanting from Marvel is a new story. So I'm, I'm a little more excited about this seeing the previews. I'm uh, hopefully going to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it'll be Loki out, but I haven't seen it yet. Like I said, and Loki could go downhill for all I know. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I didn't like this week's episode all that much. I mean, it only it, it had one small little snippet, but that was basically it for me. Really? Yeah. What was the snippet? The snippet is Loki finding out that the the TVA uh, people are all variants. Like mm-hmm. that is something that the audience needed to know. Mm-hmm. But then everything else throughout the episode was kind of just like meh. So. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. I can say I don't think it was necessarily the strongest episode, but I'm just enjoying the series. So far, I think I it was just like a, a a relationship development between Sylvie and Loki, because at some point they're gonna, she's gonna have to trust him at some point. Yeah, and I think that's what probably this episode was about. But um, but then Loki just, I just love seeing Loki <laughs> doing his little number <laughs> and just. So there's, <laughs> so there's there's a theory that uh, the moment Sylvie wakes up from that moment all the way to the end of the episode is actually a dream. Don't don't mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. and and Loki is just tricking her to think that so that Damn way it, Clay. yeah i know why can't <laughs> i ever think of stuff what is this? <laughs> why can't i ever think of stuff like that like there, I, that I was there before i was so like obvious. i don't know what they're gonna do like the only thing i can think of is tva comes in at the last second and saves them 
So that's well, and the thing about it too is, is like I was saying, is the last you know few moments of that episode. I swear to God, it played out like a video game because the way they were running, like you run down this way, you know, shit falls. You run down this way, shit falls. You run down, and finally you get to, you know, your ends wherever your you're destination. To go, yeah, and then the shit blows up. Yeah. I'm like, it just felt like a video game. So, but you know, also, and I know like there is proof that Loki has used telekinesis before, mm-hmm. but we've never really seen it on a grand scale. I don't think mm-hmm. somebody can prove me wrong if they want. Um, but the fact that Loki uses telekinesis on an entire building and is able to lift it up, um, maybe, uh, some sort of evidence that uh, Loki's boyfriend is going to save Jeez. them. <laughs> Nathan's here in spirit, <laughs> but but I'm but I'm saying that like him moving an entire building may be proof that this is a dream because he is able to do more in a dream world than he is, or an illusion than he would be in real life. So. Just a theory. Um, it's a pretty good one. It's yeah, a I really fun it. one. It's a yeah. really fun one just to kind of mess with Sylvie. Uh, so, but I don't know how well that would go out considering they did kind of bond like right before she fell asleep. You well, know? it could be another way of Loki pro- proving that he is it's the Loki. superior. Yeah. Yes, because that was a big thing going back and forth. You know, she's like, well, I can do, you know. Yeah, because Loki's real boastful. You know, he's very prideful. He's like, mm, yeah, even though a lot of shit he does goes south, but still. Well, they had know, a lot of Levy has... talk in this one, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's that's that's a pretty cool um theory. I would actually kind of like that if that was mm. true. I would. Yeah, now that. you got me thinking about it. It's like, damn it, that makes. I the dig most that. Sense. That makes the most sense. Yeah, because then. <laughs> You know, maybe the beginning of the next episode, they just wake up and they're on the train. Or they're somewhere else. Or they're, you know, whatever. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, Clay, you missed it, man. Yeah, did you watch Bad Batch? I have not watched it. I'm about to okay. go watch it. I was making... I, I checked YouTube to see if you guys were talking about it. And I was like, oh, wait, nope. Can't... Okay, now I can jump <laughs> in. Okay, cool. I was going to ask you your thoughts, but if you haven't watched it yet, let me know when you see it. Because uh, it's Bad All, Batch. All, all I know is that Katie came into the GUA chat saying that it pissed her off. So I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Let's let's see how it is. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited to jump into it uh, right after this. Yeah, I was telling Greg, yeah. she gave me a, she gave me one thought. So because <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is this? <laughs> it was an yeah. interesting thought, too. Liked it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Well, what else you want to talk about? You got any news? Uh, I know Sarah, you wanted to mention Transformers, right? <sighs> Stuff. Yes, yes, Transformers: Rise of the Beast. I know yes, I said this to Nathan. Yes, I was yes. like, "Did we talk about this?" But I think he said that it was mentioned. But now I am they actually so ready. It's actually got a date, June twenty fourth, twenty twenty two. So we got another year. I am so ready. You do not understand how ready I am uh, for this. Get yes. in line, get in line, youngster. Get in line. <laughs> yes. Okay. Maximals, Predacons, and Terraricons join Transformers Rise of the Beast in theaters June 24, 2022. It seems so far away. It does, but it's literally a year. 
like literally a year. <sighs> year seems so far when you're looking forward to something like this, though. Because just to kind of give a back, because um, um, Variety had a article on this, and I guess that's when they um, introduced it and just kind of chit chatted about it. Um, the fella that is in The Heights, Anthony Ramos. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Mm -hmm. I know Greg's yeah, yeah. not. You know, he's going to be in it. Um, I'm not sure who the other um, chick is. Um, she's in. I'm looking at Wikipedia right now because I'm like, I don't want to sit here and talk about, you know, say some <laughs> craziness because it's like I can read something, but I still need details in front of me, mm. you know, because I'm old. So, um, but Peter Cullen will be voicing Optimus Prime because he said he will do it until he dies. Basically. Exactly. And that's the way it should be. I'm yes. sorry, but he's going to like live forever. They're just well, going to no. take when he passes, they're just put his head on whatever. And he's going to be looking like um, Christopher Pike in like the original series and he's just gonna be rolling around that's what's gonna happen well that is his character not many people can say that, that they have a character mm -hmm. that, that is you for your whole life you are the only one like that's your character yeah. not only that but like uh they're like because they did it with freaking tarkin um yeah he was long dead and he was in rogue one mm -hmm. so like they could technically be like Hey, we're gonna give this money to his family after he's dead and gone, but we're still gonna use his voice. Yeah, because they have enough dialogue. I'm sure they could piece together <laughs> some more. <laughs> Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, they, they could put together whatever they wanted to. I think he said Optimus Prime has said all he's needed to say. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm super excited. I can finally bring out my freaking Optimus Primal toy that I've had. For years, like I've had that. Away? I I have a lot of my toys put away. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. like my see, I finally I love my setup now because now you can see majority of my room. Mm -hmm. See all those boxes right there. Yeah, all those boxes. Nice. All of them are filled with art, toys, and just junk that I need to find room here. Yeah. So I'm I need to bring out my my op. Uh, my Optimus Primal. He is quite possibly my favorite in the original freaking packaging. Oh, that oh, looks wow. so good. Is that something you bought recently or is that like... This is actually... I found a toy store in Raleigh mm -hmm. that has all kinds of... Oh, wait, no, that isn't that isn't the original. This is the 25. 25. This is yeah. 25. Okay, gotcha. 25th anniversary. But the point awesome. is... Yeah. The point is... It's so similar to the original because the original. I do have one of the new ones that goes along okay. with the um I do have one of the new ones. And it's not the same by any means. It's not the same. Mm -hmm. But there's I a toy store in Raleigh. It's called um Cromag Toys. Mm -hmm. My childhood was in that store. Nice. I'm telling you. I saw all these the he original He-Mans. I saw, you know, I saw this Cheetor. I said, I don't care if it's the 25th anniversary because you know, if I try to get one of the you know originals, oh my god, I'd probably pay out my rent. But still, <laughs> well, hey, for anybody just listening to audio, show, tell them what you just showed us because we just said how cool we're talking about cool it was. <laughs> oh, this is a um Transformers Cheetor. Um, it's actually, I think it's the um 09 version because it's like um 20 25 years, but it's okay. It's Cheetor. <laughs> it's the maximal, what, my favorite. What what were they called back in the day? Beast machines, right? 
Or is, is that the Beast Machines? I'm pretty sure it was Beast Machines. Let me look it up real quick. Is that their start out? Then they've. I love when we're talking about something on this show and somebody has to get up to go get something. To, to, like, oh, I got to show you this. <laughs> like, I yeah, so, to, so yeah. it says right here. So let me actually share screen. I'll share the um, Tom Paris that I have. That was, that's from um, so, so right I'll, here. I'll that one. <laughs> right here, it says Beast Machines. Gosh. Mm -hmm. Look at that CGI. I used to watch it every morning for school. Look at that. I used to watch it in the afternoons when I got home from school. <laughs> oh, I, I love that. It. it played in the morning here. I mean, it played in the afternoon, I'm sure, here, too. It played in the morning here. I loved it. Like I, was I kept, love ready that show. Watch it go to school. Oh, my Jeez. gosh, yes. Watch Beast Wars, watch Digimon, watch um, Power Rangers. <laughs> it's so good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> But no, but seriously, because so <laughs> um, it's supposed to be, it serves as a direct sequel to Bumblebee. Yes, it's going to be set. So Bumblebee was set in 87. This one is going to be set in 94. 94. Yeah. That was a great year. <laughs> so do I need to see Bumblebee then? Maybe. Have you not seen Bumblebee? No. So I've, oh my gosh. Greg, I can't talk to you right now. I kind of fell off the Transformers franchise. I got tired of watching and listening. Okay, to yeah. so so it was Beast, Beast Wars, Wars and then Beast Machines. Beast Machines. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So, Greg, I will say this: John Cena is in it. Okay, his part. <laughs> I, I will. I will be honest. Like, you could have taken him out of the movie, and it would have been the exact same movie. Unfortunately. Okay. Unfortunately, he does not have a big part in it, but you kind of like can see that like maybe if this franchise goes on, they could be like, oh, we're going to use him to come back as like the big reveal of like, oh, look who's back. You know, mm -hmm. they could yeah. they could pull one of those very easily with his character. But this is a brand new reboot like this is not connected to any of the other uh, Transformers movies. So I don't know if you have seen the transformers uh netflix series the war of cybertron i need yes. to i need to finish it i finished but, that one but I, I finished the first chapter but i can't i haven't finished the second chapter because the third one that's the one that has the beast like the beast war was it oh. rise no it's um oh shoot what's that know. one called i haven't finished the second chapter i don't know i, I know but, i haven't either yeah but that one's so, supposed to come out soon I have only seen episode Earthrise. one. Earth, no, shit, what's it called? <laughs> okay, so so I'm looking at Netflix right now. There's six episodes of. Yeah, each uh, chapter has six episodes. Okay, so which one is first? Is it Siege? Is yes, first? that's the one that's at on Cybertron, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so it so it's Siege. Then after that, it is. Uh, shoot! They don't even have it in order here. Earth, Earthrise, Earth something. No. Oh, yeah, Earthrise is the next, and then Ooh. after that is the is the next one. So, I will tell you this: that opening scene of War of Cybertron on Siege, you get that with a like movie production budget CG. In in Bumblebee, it looks beautiful, really? beautiful. Hmm. Like it is, it is what 
I originally wanted live action. Kingdom's the third one. Kingdom. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is what I wanted from a Transformers movie. Um, mm-hmm. That beginning of Bumblebee. Because uh, it like dives deep into like 80s Transformers. Not just like, hey, we're going to make it modernized. Like it mm-hmm. is like 80s put on screen. There's a beetle. That's all I have to say. There, There is yeah. a beetle. And, <laughs> and it's yellow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to check it out. It's it's great. Uh yeah. and I I will say uh what's her name? Uh uh Chris uh, uh right? Christina? No. Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld. That's who she uh she is great as well. She mm-hmm. she really brings out the character of like Bumblebee in the movie. Um really fun. It's a fun freaking Transformers movie. Not like this, like, hey, we need to make a serious and action pack. Like it is just blow everything up. Yeah, it no, <laughs> it is not a Michael yeah. Bay movie. No, it's okay. it is the it is a fun Transformers movie. Okay. Uh, as of right now, I'll actually look it up. Um freaking <laughs> let's see here. Bumblebee. Nathan says hashtag bring on Dinobot. I want Dinobots. Um as of right now, oh shoot! Well, it is not. It, it is, is not on any streaming service right now, but you can rent it anywhere for two ninety nine. Oh, Bumblebee. Yeah. Okay. So, right. is, is it worth the two ninety nine? You say it yes. is. It is yes. worth at least three dollars. Okay. Oh, absolutely. So it's well priced. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I am pretty sure I own it, but. Uh, it is well worth the three dollars for renting. Um, if you want to buy it after that, that's totally up to you. But it is for sure just a great movie. Yeah, it likely won't be a purchase for me. I mean, unless I just buy it, and I'm like, oh my god, that was so great. Then, then I'm, but I doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll rent it. But next, oh, your kids might like it too. I mean, my next uncle, week, like it. next week, you're gonna see Greg come in with a huge bumblebee helmet. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm <laughs> ready. Helmet. I'm. Oh, have you not seen those? No. Oh, I should have. I should have kept my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, seriously though, I went and played laser tag with my family. I and, saw and, that. And of course, I was. You know, I hadn't played laser tag in years, but I was the uh, number one guy in there. Talon was the number one on the list. When I got down, but uh, <laughs> I am definitely, definitely wearing my Mandalorian mask next time. <laughs> Because I can see really good out of it, and I'll I will be the coolest effing kid there. Like, I cannot wait. I just found out that Mondays is ten dollars. It's like four hours. Play as much as you want. Oh god. Oh yeah. Real soon, I'm going up there with the Mandalorian mask. It's gonna be so fun. Take some youngins out. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. And I like paintball. Even though I do want to play paintball too. That's fun. Oof. But yeah, sorry, that was a little rant. Uh, I think I might really hurt a little bit more so tag. than on laser tag. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, let's see. What else about this Transformers movie that I'm just like so so super stoked about? Like I said, Peter Cullen, Optimus mm-hmm. Prime. Mm-hmm. Of course, it says other ones to uh, appear: Bumblebee, Mirage, RC. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see some of the. Maximals, Optimus Primal, Rhinox, and Air Razor. Nice. There better be some Cheetor in there somewhere. He better pop up because yep. I mean you can't have it without Cheetor. Well, it just said some of them, right? It yeah, some of them. them. Okay. 
So, I mean, it, but I mean, that's a pretty good list to start with. So that's going to be interesting because I think the whole premise is where Optimus Prime comes to Earth afterwards. Like I said, it's supposed to be the sequel to Bumblebee. But yeah, he's supposed to kind of learn his leadership. But then you have, but I'm curious to see how they're going to introduce the Maximals. If you're saying you have these other, you know, because even Optimus Prime, well, he's still, a, I guess, still a Prime or, you know, one of the Optimus. Yes, and Rat Trap. You know this. They go together. <laughs> Which I'd love to see Black Arachnia too. Now, um, Waspinator, I can do without him. I can do without him. He's the one I'm like, he can get hit by a bus. It's fine with me. Um, who who wasn't shoot? Um, Sarah, you're going to be so mad at me. Um, oh. Who took the mantle of Prime? In the Transformers movie, do you remember? Do you remember? Because I want I want him to appear at least once in this reboot. The mantle of Prime in which Transformers movie? So yeah. this is this is the animated movie back in the eighties. Oh. Have um, you have you seen that movie at all? A long time. <laughs> Probably when it came out. Yeah. I think I saw it like maybe a couple of year, a few years ago, and I was just like, "Oh my god, is this all we went crazy about?" So, oh, I kind of don't want to like spoil it if y'all haven't like if y'all want to rewatch it. Which, by the way, I've already started my rewatch of Thundercats. By the way, I'm like, I know I need to get on that. I need to get on that. I'm, I'm on episode like eight already. Um, shoot. So in it's called Transformers the movie. There is, shoot, I don't remember who it was. Oh, man, I forgot Leonard Nimoy was Galvatron in that movie. Yes, Hot Rod. Hot Rod I need, ho yeah. I need Hot Rod. Yes, I need mm -hmm. Hot Rod in this new reboot of Transformers. He was my favorite because he was like, in, I remember I attached I got attached to him in the Transformers movie when it was first shown to me. Uh, mm. That's how I was introduced to Transformers. Uh, like, I, well, I was introduced to Transformers as a toy, right. and then my uncle was like, "Do you know where these came from?" And then he showed me the movie, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" Hot Rod is just was one of those, like he's the very tropey, like, "Hey, I'm cool." Um, not the fact that like I'm better than everybody. But like you would have never seen him as a leader, and then all of a sudden, like he gets the mantle of prime near the end of the movie. Like it was a twist, and I was like, oh my god, I love this character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, holy crap, this movie was stacked full of talent back in the day. Uh but Transformers yeah, huge. Oh yeah. <laughs> huge back then. I can't remember which one it was, but that that was my, my oldest memory of Transformers is a, a car, a transforming car that I had. And to this day, it's the coolest Transformer I've ever seen toy-wise that could go completely from vehicle, like whatever shape it was, to Transformer. Like, it was just absolutely amazing. I couldn't believe how cool it was. Like, you could look at it as a car and it looked like a car. Yeah. Like it didn't look like something, not, you know, nowadays it's just the thing seems so weird. But then again, I haven't bought a Transformers toy in quite some time, so I can't really... Say that. Well, I, I remember back in the day. So back in the day when you would open a Transformers toy, 
you would get the folded up slip of paper that it could fit in the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. And then you start folding it and it <laughs> would like come out <laughs> like this giant piece of paper and it would show you step by step. Right mm-hmm. nowadays. And like you said, I too have not bought a transformers toy in a very long time. I feel like that doesn't happen anymore. I yeah. feel like, Hey, it is a six turns and you have your, your, you have your Autobot. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. your, what you do is you, you get on your phone and you download the app for the store. They provide for you the paper and you hit the button on the app and it transforms it through Wi-Fi. Jesus. My son is an absolute master at this. He has a Grimlock in his room and it's one that is pretty, it's, you know, it's pretty much like one of the newer ones, but he's got a Megatron and he's got, yeah, he's got a ton of them. And, but do they have like intricate uh, instructions or no? I don't think it's the, the it's, it's more of like a piece of paper like this now. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's not like the little teeny tiny ones. Yeah. But it's still pretty, um, they're still pretty intricate. It's still like, if you, you know, <laughs> yeah, because when he was younger, he, he snapped off a couple of heads of, um, I think, um, oh shoot. One of the ones that Brian had, he like just totally decimated it. Like we had a, oh no. Yeah, he had a, um, a smaller bumblebee, and that thing's like in a thousand pieces. Mm. So, yeah, mm. that's a bummer. Yeah, so, but I mean, it's but I mean, I still <laughs> still have the big um bumblebee from the first movie. We've had that one that was long before the boy came along. So, yeah. <laughs> so we bought plenty of Transformers over the years. <laughs> makes me want to go buy one, it really does. Yeah. I might go do that. Uh, Nathan says, let's get Inferno and Rise of the Beast. I need him doing Shakespeare and think of uh, Magnet- Magnetron as yeah. his queen of the ant hive. What? <laughs> I I will say, uh, I, I will say this. I, I feel like Nathan is on his own little cloud nine over here with Transformers. <laughs> uh, I will say this. There is more than just like giant robots fighting when it comes to transformers was it more than meets the eye yes Ooh, <laughs> i was gonna one. i was gonna say it but i really wanted to try to avoid it um <laughs> i'll do the cliches that's fine <laughs> um because just recently um transformers went all the way back to issue one in comics um oh. i want to say like two years ago three years ago uh and they hadn't done it in years, years. Um, they were kind of like the legacy flagship for, for I want to, what was it, IDW? Um, and they were in like the 300s or 400s, I can't remember. Uh, but they went back to issue one. Mm. And it is an intricate story mm-hmm. about like the deceit and like the backstabbing of, of the Decepticons on, on Cybertron. Like mm. it is more than just like, Hey, I hate you, and you hate me. We're big robots. Let's fight. Let's make a yeah, lot of noise. Yeah, we're just enemies. We're just enemies for yeah. no apparent reason. It is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, shut up, Nathan. You're in issue number one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want this reboot to kind of touch on that, not just be like, "Hey, we're we're toys that are now live action," you know? Because um, I mean, let's be completely honest. Most of these franchises. Marvel included, DC included. It is the movie's a giant advertisement for their merchandise. Mm-hmm. And I completely understand mm-hmm. that with Transformers. Uh, 
Hasbro is a monster when it comes to advertisements, and they're a Hasbro. Uh, Hasbro is a just a monster in the toy industry uh, oh, yeah. altogether. So they don't necessarily need it, but I just hope that with this new reboot with with Transformers and this eventual reboot with Power Rangers, that with it comes really good stories, and that's what I'm looking forward to. No, I agree. I mean, I want to ask you: Have you guys looked at? Um, it's on Netflix. It's a series. It says "The Toys That Made Us." Yes. No. Have you got, have you checked that Greg, out, Greg? I 100% recommend. Even on the toys that you they don't got the think. Ninja Turtles, they got Power Rangers, My Little Pony. <laughs> yes, that's just so season three. <laughs> even even on toys that you don't think you would want to learn the history of, the history of the Barbie. Holy shit! Isn't oh, that crazy? Interesting. Yeah. Really like, and they got Star Wars. The, so the Star Wars one is quite possibly my favorite. Um, there's there's a there's a collector in Star Wars um, that was on that documentary series, and you get to see his house, mm -hmm. and literally he has an entirely separate warehouse house full of Star Wars toys and it is legitimately organized to look like a freaking retail store. It is absolutely insane. Huh. Yeah, definitely check that out. It's on Netflix. It's ne I think the first the first episode I think is either Star Wars, Star Wars and then it goes to Barbie then G.I. Joe, I think mm -hmm. something like he that. He-Man then G.I. Joe. He-Man and then G.I. Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was really interesting. Well, it's the Power Ranger one was really interesting. It's so good. Mm -hmm. It is really so good because you you get into the the aspect of like especially Star Wars. It's like, hey, this is like we have to get into this this toy business. How do we do that? And like they start creating things. And same thing with He Man. Um, they started creating things before there was a story for it in the show. So like. They then had to base the show off the toys at some point. Mm -hmm. It was it's crazy. There was there was influence of toys making content for shows, that, that which should be the. the 80s. Which, I mean, that's how. I mean, that's how it worked. I mean, it was all about the merchandise. It was all about the toys. Oh yeah, and that's and another threw thing. Everything into it. That's another thing, Greg. So you're you're somebody that is very much like, hey, I remember that when I was a kid. In these episodes, they legit take advertisements and takes uh commercials and places them in the episodes mm -hmm. yeah it is a trip huh. it is a trip <laughs> like the the star wars commercials of like hey if you send this you'll get you know x y and z toys from uh like it was it was the black case with with like all all nine or 12 toys of like Obi-Wan and Boba Fett and all of this stuff. Huh, that's crazy. All the pre-orders. Yeah. That's, that's the birth pretty of cool. the pre-orders. That's pretty cool. <laughs> History. I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll it, definitely it, check it out. Yeah. Uh, so the toys that made us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, um, I don't really got anything else. Sorry, I lost, actually just lost a piece of my tooth while we were talking. Just fell out of my mouth. That's why I was like, oh, like, yeah. So I'm kind of reacting to that right now. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, never happened before, but uh, it's kind of crazy. So, um, yeah, I got nothing else I was going to talk about tonight. Do you have anything else? You, that's you a way to... to end the podcast. Yeah, I mean, all right. I so, at the end. Yeah, so 
but yeah, I'm going to go figure this out here in a few minutes. Uh, well, all right, let's go ahead and get out of here then. Short show tonight, but, uh, you know, not a ton to talk about. So, uh, Clay, where can they find you, buddy? Yeah, you can always find me at FanboyClay on Twitter. I am very active. Uh, just, you know, shoot me a message. We can talk about Star Wars, Power Rangers, Mortal any Kombat. kind of... Yeah. Oh God, no, 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 no. Um, I mean, sure. If if you want to talk the video game, we can talk the video game. We're not going to talk the movie, I promise. Um, but yeah, just shoot me a message. Uh, you can always uh watch me at uh DC Alliance every Monday night. We go live. Um, and yeah, uh, in my bio in on Twitter is the link to all of my shows. Cool deal. I'll check it out. That's great stuff. Sarah, where can they find you at? Um, pretty much just uh, Twitter. I mean, that's it. It's I'll be quiet. Sorry, dogs. <laughs> you, you gotta you gotta do this right now. No, um, I'm at my little kitten. Um, and I just kind of hang out here on Friday nights. And that's about it. So I'm kind of low key these days. But sometimes I'll pop up on um other podcasts just to kind of fill in and just chit chat about some things that we talked about here, which is really, really fun. Yeah. But other than that, that's, that's about it. Y'all be sure to check it out. <laughs> and you can find me at the bat daddy 52 on Twitter. It's my only form of social media. Really the only way to get a hold of me unless you got my number. Um, here every Friday nights, 9 PM Eastern standard time on YouTube's and you know, every now and again, I'm C3 Panthers podcast every Tuesday. So, uh, Come check us out. You know, we're here every night, every Friday. Come check us out. Hang out with us. But the show drops Monday. It's supposed to drop Monday morning unless I forget to do it, which usually I do until Nathan reminds me. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it'll drop sometime Monday, hopefully Monday mornings. But uh, until next week, I guess y'all keep pounding. Bye, guys. See you.